What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. It was the single most painful experience of my life. The T.J. Trout Show. Show. This is probably the best thing that's ever happened. I think everybody knows that. On 96.3 News Radio, KKOB. Hold on here. Look at out the window. Yeah, well, closet are lifting a little over the foothills. It's not too bad. No, not yet, anyway. Yeah, but, really. Man, the wind was bad this afternoon. Oh, all day. Yeah, but not, not good at all. I know. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Hope you all are doing okay. TJ Trout here. We got Trujillo over there. We got Carlisle over there. We got Gaba in the uh, in, in the newsroom and uh, on the line with us right now uh, from uh, the the Eastern Seaboard. <clears throat> That'd be Darren. No, is this on? Is yeah, this machine yeah, work? yeah, it's on. Yeah, sure, whatever. Oh, hi. Yeah, sure. You got a landline over there, buddy? What are, what are you doing? You got, uh, you got you one, one ringy dingy. Yeah, you want a little dial? How old I am? One of those dial-up phones. <laughs> that what you're doing? That's yeah. what you're using. Yeah. So how yeah, are you? I'm gonna talk to you for a while. What's going on with you? I'm good, man. Yeah. Doing good. Hey, you let know, me just uh, back here in the uh, yeah. Big Apple. When are you gonna be back here? Uh, probably next week, sometime. Okay. Okay. Hey, I, yeah, I haven't asked you about this before. What's going on with the landmine thing over over in Ukraine? Any, any, any anything new from there? You know, not much. Uh, Ryan is actually. Um, Ryan Hendrickson, the, the gentleman that I partnered with when we went over there. Yeah. I think he's going to go back. Um, you know, he's. I think he's going to go back in like a month or so. But I, I just, I've got too much going on right now that um, yeah. it's just, I just, I, I, I would go in a minute. I would, but I just can't right now. No, but you got, you got a lot going on. I mean, you got this news desk thing going on. Yeah, City Desk. C- City, City that's Desk, right. that's what I meant. I meant City Desk, you know. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. I, I have no feelings. <laughs> Yeah. So, so what? What? What made you? What made you and Davis get involved with this? I mean, I know what he's doing, but I, but you? Uh, because we're so uh, we're so aligned politically. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> it's so funny because somebody yeah. said to me, "Like you guys don't." I said, "We recognize there's a problem, but the way we think the problem should be solved is." Yeah. From different sides of the track, but the, but that see that's a good thing though, right? Because you know if yeah. you, you come at it from two different angles, and yeah. uh, somewhere you come up with a good solution, right? Well, the one thing that we've said, is, and we actually, you know, we we teamed up on the radio a couple of times, and we started talking about news, and we talked about. I mean, it's very clear the Albuquerque Journal um, is is shrinking. I mean, it's shrinking exponentially. And we both felt like one of the things that was missing was there used to be a metro section in the Albuquerque Journal, and they devoted a lot of time to city issues. Right. And just because of, you know, and they've cut back, and um, we felt like that was missing. So it's City Desk ABQ, um, Trout, because it's, it, it's, it's focusing on Albuquerque. Uh, you know, yes, there's yeah. a lot of things that go on in the state, but this is, you know, really focusing and addressing and covering the issues that are impacting uh, the city of Albuquerque and maybe the metro area a little bit. You need somebody to write some hell file editorials for you? Hell yes. <laughs> the beauty of it. Now, let me yeah. also tell you, this yeah. is another reason why I'm interested. It's a nonprofit. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, and, 
And so there's no, um, we don't do editorials. There's no, I mean, you can write an editorial, but the people like yeah. my, the founders, we, the, the paper, we won't. And you know what? Honestly, I, I read some of the journal editorials and I go, who gives a damn what you think? Well, so, I, so I want to know who the editor is for the editorials, because some of the ones they allow in the paper, they're letting these like, like numbskulls, uh, but they're printing numbskullery stuff. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's upsetting some yeah, folks. Yeah. Uh, there's so, no question about it. Right, indeed. But, but I but for what? For what purpose? Because do you think that if you put your opinion in the paper uh, and you say the Albuquerque Journal editorial board, do you think anybody gives a rat's rear end? What you think? Well, I mean, well, we so that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Is be it's it's um it's committed to just covering. Uh, you know, the issues in Albuquerque, which, you know, let's just face it, there's a, there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, think? Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going yeah. to talk, talk more about this next week, man, because I'm going to have yep. Pat back in. He's bringing some of the editors with him, too. So we're going to have like a, yeah. gr- we're gonna have a group a group grope in here about this. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys. I think this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Hey, hey, okay, let, let's get right to the headlines, the local headlines. Manny Gonzalez, now a Republican, now running for Senate, Against Martin Heinrich, your take? Um, just waiting for Heinrich to start referring to him as Machine Gun Manny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Oh no, of I, course. I, I say it, yeah. yeah, but you know, I, I, I and one of the things that I said yesterday or the day before when it was announced, yeah, is that he didn't speak to any local journalists. Um, yeah. and I think that that's a mistake. That's a huge mistake. And, and he, when he did his Fox news interview, he was standing in front of a Republican party of New Mexico banner. Well, yeah. somebody over there should have said to him when, but they wouldn't because they're idiots, yeah. um, that he should have addressed those issues now. Yeah. At some point, you're going to have to answer the question. What was your involvement in this federal investigation into bringing machine yeah. guns into right. the United States. What happened to that, uh, Darren? I because we we've heard nothing about that for a while. Because it's the feds. That's how they work. Oh, okay, is it okay? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. No. So and and look, I mean, uh, based on what I read, yeah. Um, I mean, these are serious charges, and um, you know, but but that's how the a- the ATF works. I mean, uh, obviously, the the complaint was released because their people were charged. Yeah. Um, but the. But as far as coming forward and like with the local police department, the sheriff's department doing updates, they, they, that's just not their game. Let me, let me ask you, I mean, you, 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 uh, I mean, you, you're around political people, uh, both parties. I mean, you, you know, how, yeah. you know how this stuff works. So mm-hmm. what, what I'm trying to figure out is who, whose idea was it in the first place to get him to run and who can, not mine. Well, well, I'm saying did, it was this his idea, or did somebody say, "Oh no, you need to, you need to do this. You need to become a Republican, and you need to run for Heinrich's seat." That's, that, I mean, that's brilliant. You're, well, you're gonna, ki- you're gonna kick I, I, ass, Manny. If, if Steve Pierce was behind this, which it looks yeah. like to me that he is, uh, it just goes to show you just how, like, because I think they're over there going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we got our Democrats to change," yeah, and and that's fine. And look, I've known Manny a long time. Yeah, and and I'm I am firmly believe innocent until proven guilty. Sure, I have never known Manny to be anything but a good guy. Yeah, um, I thought he ran a his campaign wasn't that good, but he, I've I've always liked Manny, and so he is innocent until proven guilty. Right, but the fact of the matter is, you're recruiting a guy to run to change parties and who's involved. It just 
As I said, it just doesn't make and, – and you know what it sounds like? Well, this is as good as we could get. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm thinking, well, obviously they, they weren't, they weren't going to run Ron Kenny again. That, but that wasn't no. going to happen. But, but, is, but, the, but Darren, is the, is the bench that shallow? Yeah, it's horrible. It's, 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 it's the that Republican shallow. The Republican Party yeah. is irrelevant in New Mexico. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we talk about being Republicans and holding people accountable, but uh, clearly – uh, since Steve Pierce has been the chairman of the Republican Party, um, yeah. I, I mean, we've suffered. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just always just said, I don't get yeah. it. I, I, again, I, I, Manny is a good guy, you know, but he has he's got a problem. I mean, look at, you know. Right. And the other thing, too, is it, 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 I just think it was a, it was bad form. Stick him out there. And it, what's he going to not ever address this issue? Right. Is he just going to say, oh, I can't talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, because he may have an explanation that look, I didn't know that that was the you know what whatever it is, he has to answer it. Somebody right. should have prepped him, sat down yep. with him, and said, you know, look, right, you know, you're part of this investigation, Boy. um, and you you have to answer the question. But you yeah. know, he goes on Fox News, and you know, all they can talk about is yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I you know, here here's my prediction. Yeah, twenty points. Uh, can I get twenty-one? <laughs> and no, and again, I'm 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 looking at this. I think with cold, objective eyes, twenty points. Hey, here's the thing. Here's what you watch. Yeah. Here's what you have to watch. Okay. When the first campaign finance reports are filed, yeah. Look to see if the big Republican donors are on his list. Ah, okay. And if that's and if you don't see that, and we know yeah. the names, right? Um, and if they're not maxing out to them, if they're giving him five hundred bucks. And yeah. that's just like, well, you know. Right. But if he's not getting the big giant donors to to, to max out, yeah. then that tells you the the, the, the party, right. the not Steve Pierce, but the donors are saying, okay. no. Nah. There you go. Dar- Darren and again, I, Martin yeah. Heinrich is not worried about this. Well, I'm, I'm sure he's not. All right, Darren White with us. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Got to take a break, ma'am. Come back to another side. Maybe talk about our survey that we just did. (laughs) Tell you what, Darren, the jokes are coming in already. The jokes? Yeah, a machine gun in every pot. Oh, look at that! that was even, I wish that had come up with that one. <laughs> I didn't say they were. I didn't say they were clever. I just said they're coming in. <laughs> I'm, I'm you just, know, you know, yeah. if a jackass like me is thinking of that, then no, oh, yeah, of course, going to do it. Right, right. Okay, well, uh, I can't wait. More interesting politics on the way here in uh, 2024. Exactly. All right, speaking of which, we just had new city councilor uh, Nicole Rogers on. Um, huh? And I, yeah, this is interesting because maybe I never thought of this, and 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 she brought it up in the air yesterday. She said the root, she thinks the root cause of juvenile crime might be the in quotes idle youth issue, uh, meaning uh, there ain't there ain't nothing for kids to do, 
said uh, she said they can't work fast food anymore because now all the adults have all the fast food jobs. And she's saying there's no internships out there uh, for kids anymore. Uh, so what say you? Do you, 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 you think that uh, fi- factors into everything? Oh, that's that the old saying, right? You know, idle time is the devil's yeah, work. Yeah, my, my mom used to say that, yeah. yeah idle hands exactly. are the devil's workshop. And look what happened to you. Um, exactly. I found, a, so, I found a use for my hands. You know, I, I, I can't disagree yeah. uh, that there are not a lot of things for kids to do in Albuquerque. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I think there are, it's such a complex issue, juvenile crime. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it, you know, we obviously parenting, uh, education. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the list is long and, you know, uh, I, all I would say to her is at least, you know, she's thinking about, if you're thinking about what are some of the root causes, hopefully they're also thinking of some of the things that they can do, uh, to address it. But, um, you know, it, it is clearly an epidemic. It is a huge problem in Albuquerque, um, and it's not just young, you know, you hate to say kids because some of them, the way they act, they're not kids. Right. But, um, you know, there's it's just, it's bad. I mean, they're carrying guns. They're, you know, we used to settle our disputes with, you know, with a fist fight, and now they settle them with a gun and a knife. Yeah. And and, and it's really bad. It's It's very bad, but... No, I think there's definitely that's that something that should be looked at, um, you know. But I just think that it's such a complex issue. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's going to take a lot. But first and foremost, you know, it always comes back to where are these parents? Right. Where are these parents yeah. doing? Yeah. Well, and, what, you know, you can say, well, that's just you know, I mean. But, 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 but will that ever change, though, man? I mean, I guess it would change with. Um... What uh, a more economic opportunity for people? Uh, you know, the, the parents. No, it's never going to change. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think it will. I, I really, you know, we just don't. We don't. We don't culturally value things the way we. And yeah, hey, damn it, you know, to Trump, uh, Trout, I called you Trump. You call me Trump. I did it, I did it again. <laughs> Remember, I used to in the campaign all the time. Oh, I, I'm so happy I did that. <laughs> That used to make me so happy when I did yeah, that. Yeah, thanks, a Remember that I even called you? I called you Trump Trout. For yeah, a while. you did. I remember uh, that. Yeah. So, but getting back to being serious. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it. it um, no, I don't think that that's something we're uh, we're going to see anytime soon. Uh, I think that you know that unfortunately, you know, some people look. They're going to. Here's the one thing you have to remember. Yeah. These guys are kids, teenagers, these young people. They're going to try to find acceptance somewhere. Unfortunately, many of them are finding it with, with gang members yeah. and, and, and bad actors. Right. And if they're not getting it at home, they'll find that acceptance somewhere. And if it's not coming from, from the home, then it's usually a, a, a bad deal. Yeah, right, for, for, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, another thing she brought up. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the survey in a minute, but another thing she brought up was the fact that uh, she actually, and the mayor for that matter, think that the city and county are not working together enough. You being a former county sheriff, what do you say? To, what do you think about that? Should, should, should there be some kind of a regional thing going on here? Oh, I'm glad that the the mayor is uh, thinking that maybe we should consolidate. Yeah, well, uh, because yeah. we should we should we have um, we should do it. We've talked about it for decades. Yeah. Um, I think geographically, the, the, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, the county uh, is, you know, they just bought that big giant building. I mean, and so we're, it, it's, 
you know, people don't, you, you know, you live in the city of Albuquerque within the city limits, but you fund the county government and don't really use much of their services. Right, right. And so I would think, I think it would make sense. Um, and as I've always said, consolidate the police department, but elect the sheriff to run it like they do in Vegas and uh, in some other communities. Yeah, yeah. Get the politics out of it. All right. All right. I'm going to hold you over for one more break with me and Gaba. Hey, sounds good. Yeah, that's exciting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Darren. Hey, thanks for being on, man. Appreciate it. All right, uh, oh, you know it. Look, yeah, thank you, man. Sure, man. Yeah, sure, sure. All right, Darren, ride with us. So we got to do some. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. <laughs> I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Yeah, believe me, I was neutered a long time ago. You don't have to worry about me. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You heard me. Oh. oh so, <clears throat> you know, just talking to, just talk about married life, man. Come on. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Game up. Uh- yeah, that's me. Okay, I got I got Darren on the line here. Yeah, so Darren, I don't know if you heard. So we uh, here at KKOB, we took a little uh, listener survey to find out what they thought were the most pressing issues facing New Mexicans. Yes, forty-seven point nine percent of respondents said crime was the biggest. And just to give you a little uh, breakdown, so the we asked them the biggest obstacle standing in the way of accomplishing goals, and their answer were crime and safety. And in the form mm-hmm. of assistance respondents would find most helpful to them and their families, they said, improved public safety. And then they asked, if respondents could create a plan for New Mexico, their primary focus would be, they answered, <laughs> increasing safety. <laughs> and then the final Stop question <laughs> in the future, what were respondents said they would most like to see is, answer, a safer place to live. So are you getting a theme here? Huh? Yeah, did we actually pay for this survey? <laughs> <laughs> it came out of TJ's check. Right. Yeah. So it would seem I, now, I, I mean. I you some money. Right. So riddle me this. So it would seem to me and to a lot of people the easiest or the most obvious answer would be to hire more protective agents, I, you know, e-police officers. But mm-hmm. it's not just Albuquerque. All across the country, they cannot hire enough officers. So you've been in the business what is it is it the pay or is it because they get paid very well or is it the work environment or the possible liabilities i mean uh, are officers hamstrung what's what's going on here i think some of the images over the last three years gabe have been very tough on the industry um you know you see uh you know the riots the different things that take place um it, you know it's it's and i have to have to also tell you and i also think um, you know, I, I, I don't think when, when we, oh God, you always hate saying that back in my day, um, <laughs> you true. know, you, you would sometimes it was, it was common that you had to apply two or three times before you got accepted mm-hmm. because so many people wanted, you know, they wanted to be police officers. They wanted to serve. It's just that that's not like, you know, that you don't hear a lot of kids saying, oh yeah, I want to be grow up and be a cop. Um, We've changed that way. But, yes, you're right. The pay is good. The retirement is good. 
Um, but it has more to do with the conditions of being a police officer. And I, I think that's been a, that, like you said, that is something nationwide. Um, it's, it is an, it is a significant issue for any law enforcement uh, administrator right now. Let me, let me, let me follow up on this because, because it seems to me that we're going, you know, we're going through, we went through social upheaval in the sixties, right? We all know that I lived through it. Uh, and, and it seems to me we're, do, we're doing that again. So do you think this is just temporary? Do you think we're going to like grow out of this to some kind of like a new level of understanding? Now, I, I guess I'm being hopeful, cockeyed optimist. And then, no, I then, sure as hell hope so. And then I mean, later I, down the road, this will, this trend will switch and we'll be able to find people who want to serve. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, <laughs> you're laughing I, at I, me. W- no, I'm not laughing at you, but you know, what, what was, uh, oh my God. The, the the actress who did played in contact. I mean, Jody oh, Jodie Foster. Foster. Yeah, you know that recent interview about Gen Z where she said she was correcting their grammar and said, you know, your spelling is horrendous. And the the Gen Z person responded to her, "Oh man, that is so limiting." <laughs> it's uh, you know that <laughs> right. But you, we laugh. Yeah. But that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's uh, you know. You know, I, I would like to say that my faith in some of the younger people, I, I don't know. As I said, I hope it's just a phase. Um, yeah. But I don't think there is that commit. Look at right now. We are, what did I see? 1.3 million people in in the military. The lowest level we've had for generations. Yeah, yeah. And again, it goes back to <clears throat> there's just not that drive in younger people to serve, and so yeah. that I think that translates over to law enforcement as well. Yeah, All right, we got to end it here. I want to. I got a lot more I want to talk to you about. So I'm gonna have to have you on again soon. So yes. Yeah. All right. Hey, good. Good talking to you, dude. Yes. You know what, man? Uh, I, as I said, I when I get back in town, I'll I'll, I'll give you a holler, and uh, until then, we'll be in the undisclosed location. Yeah, and then maybe if somebody gives me that six pack they wanted to give me, so I quit, I'll share it with you. There you go. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, man. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. Okay, we'll see you later. All right, uh, Carlisle, Traffic, 96B News Radio, KK. Okay. Well, we got uh, we got Lee Munson coming in on the 5 o'clock hour. Right now, whoever we got, uh, Ned James with us. Uh, because we had uh, today a very uh, momentous day in uh, sports, both college and NFL sports, Ned. Um, yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, so, Nick Saban, gone. Uh, yep. Bill, Bill Belichick, gone. Okay, both yep. the same. Okay, who do you want to talk about first? <laughs> Let's talk about Nick Saban first. The college is uh, the most intriguing one because we're gonna we're gonna be dealing with that here at UNM and uh, at New Mexico State, our little brothers down south. Um, it's just this NIL and the transfer portal. It's it's running these old guys out of the business. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of ageism in, in both sports and in, in both the college and and the NFL. I think you know, with their age being in the seventies, that's when you know guys start thinking that maybe it's. Uh, um, it's time to, to, to tell these guys uh, maybe you, you should think about retiring. And, and these guys are really good coaches, even still at this age. And so uh, it's just interesting to see, you know, what they're, what they're saying as far as why they're getting out. Because Saban's not really given any answers per se about uh, why he's leaving other than that his wife wants him to kind of step away because, you know, he's older. But I don't believe he believes that. I just think that it's really tough managing these uh, yeah. these payrolls. Uh, you, you've got to have a cap number. You've got to, you know, guys are jumping in and out of that portal, and you know, you've got agents running around offering guys, and you can stay in college and make a good living as a as a college athlete if you if you have the talent. 
Um, and uh, they're starting to feel the effects of what NFL coaches have to go with in right. dealing with quarterbacks who make large salaries. What's his legacy? Give me his legacy. I mean, Alabama, I mean, unbelievable. What a powerhouse. Yeah, Alabama, you know, shoot, you know, the memes going out are pretty funny. It's saying that, you know, people in Alabama have been this upset since they took the signs off the water fountains. Uh, so, uh, but up, up. Anyway, uh, you know they're, uh, they're, uh, you know it's, it's going to be tough for them now. You know he didn't, he doesn't have yeah. that stranglehold now on recruiting because guys can transfer whenever they want, and yeah. you know you can uh, you can offer guys money, yeah, uh, to, to go to another school. And so, and the quarterback issue is a big issue. You know these quarterbacks are making pretty good money to, to leave and go to other places, and so yeah. you don't have the backups. You don't have that. You can't stockpile like you used to, so right. uh, I think that may have had a little bit to do with it, but uh, he's not going to ever say. All right, so, all right, let me let me ask you this. Was he one of those coaches, though? I mean, unbelievably great coach in college. You can't take that away from him. But it, it didn't really translate with him to the NFL, did it? Well, you know, he missed on the quarterback. You know, you miss on those quarterbacks in the NFL, and it can cost you. You know, you, you see what happened to – to Belichick and you know his last four years, yeah. you know, um, you know, and I thought it was right. I mean, he's been trying to get rid of Brady for about ten years, you know, because these the salaries, you know, you, these guys are making these salaries, and you're trying to manage it with players that you may want. Yeah, um, he may not have. He may have wanted to to win a championship with a different quarterback and spend the money elsewhere to get better players. But the owner wouldn't allow him because he, the, the, you know, Brady was the pet cat. Yeah, but what, what, what about Saban though? What about Saban? Uh, as far as what, as far as in the NFL, yeah. well, he, he, first of all, he missed on the quarterback. Then he had that subpart, and then you know, Alabama came in, and they, you know, he had been so successful in college, and Alabama threw the most money he's ever seen at him, you yeah. know, to come out of come out of the NFL into the into the uh, back into college because he had won that national championship at LSU. They threw more money at him than the NFL was offering him, and he knew his his time was up in the NFL because he had missed yeah. on the quarterback. Uh, with Dante Culpepper, and then uh, he had to, you know, he had to uh, figure out a way, you know, to, to get out, and that's how he got out with uh, the big money that Alabama offered. All right, Ned, hold on a second because we're going to do traffic, come back, and then we'll end with we'll end with Bella Cheat. Okay, it? all right, we got we got Carlisle ninety six three News Radio KKOB. All right, we're back with Ned James uh, talking about uh, now Bill Belichick. So I know you're not a fan; you're not a big fan. But you got to look at the career and go, what a career. But let me ask you this. How much of this was Belichick and how much of this was Brady? Uh, it was all Belichick, in my opinion. Uh, he taught him how to cheat. He uh, Brady <laughs> responded very well by deflating footballs in zero weather to get a better yeah. grip, which was excellent. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the spy gate. I don't believe they should both be first ballot Hall of Famers, even though that's what Robert Kraft is saying. Uh, I know a lot of people listening out there are going screaming and pulling their hair out because they like to have cheaters in, in the Hall of Fame on the first ballot, and that's okay. Baseball band, the Black Sox, and, and all the steroid guys, but football, hey, we just have to like you in order for you to be in the Hall of Fame. God, I wish I wish you like you, you don't get yeah. in the Hall of Fame. I wish you weren't so mabby-pamby about this, like man. I wish you weren't so, you know, you're like milk toast yeah. about this, man. You should have a strong opinion. Well, I mean, but Belichick's going to coach some more. Yeah. He's going to go somewhere and coach because he's got 15 more games to, to break the record yeah. for all-time wins. And so he's going to find another place. All right, who, who picks him up, man? Who do you think? You know, I hate the fact that he's probably going to go to Washington because he, you know, he's going to go down to, uh, uh, to, to D.C. and kiss uh, Donald Trump's ring because he's a Trumper. 
and uh, he loves that guy. So it, uh, it's going to be tough for them to bring him back yeah. to Washington. But I believe he's yeah. going to go to Washington yeah. um, to the uh, to the Commanders because uh, it, you know I think he's got a brother or something that lives over there, and yeah. I think that's the kind of the easiest easiest move for him. But uh, you never know. You know, in these situations, you just never know because management plays a big part of it. You know, is management going to call the shot or is ownership going to call the shot? Right. Because you know, you, you, you know, there's going to be public pressure. And it just depends on if I'm a ma- if I'm a general manager, do I want Bill Belichick? You know, I, I probably don't want him because you know I'm not going to have any say or whatsoever. He's right, gonna, he's going to run the whole thing. Yeah. And if I'm ownership, you know, I'm thinking ticket sales. I'm thinking, you know, I'm seeing all those Super Bowl rings, and I'm you know I'm salivating. But it just depends on who's calling, the, who's making the call, and then everything's chemistry and what they're going to allow him to do, and, and you know he's got to find the right fit right. for himself, and we'll see we'll see if yeah. that happens. But I think the 15th. Uh, more wins is going to be motivation for him to go somewhere where he thinks he can get those fifteen sure, wins. Sure, sure, okay. so, so I mean, he's seventy-one too. He, he's 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 up there. So yeah. I, I heard Atlanta too. Yeah, it does. It, to, to to Bill, it doesn't really matter. He go, he's going to get fifteen wins yeah. in two years anywhere he goes. Right. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it, it's it's all chemistry. People really believe that it's the quarterback, it's the owner, it's the GM, it's the da, 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 da. Yeah. being in, in, in an NFL organization is more than just the head coach and the court. People have to get along. It's hard. You know how it is. It's no different than any business that you're working in. People have to get along. You got to have chemistry. You got to have yeah. culture. You can't have people backstabbing and, and sabotaging and that kind of stuff. So he, he's going to have to find a place where you know they're going to want him. You yeah. know, and, I, and I know GMs are, are you know they they have yeah. egos too, and they're like, hey, I'm not having some guy come in and telling me what to do. Sure. All right, we got we got to listen to me, Ned. We got to end it there. I mean, I, I hey. got we're going to have you on about the playoffs coming up really soon. So. Uh, Stay, oh, great. Stay in touch, man. <laughs> Will do, man. Go Br- stuff. Take care. Go Browns. All right, we'll see you later. Yes. <laughs> Ned James, 96.3 News Radio, KKLB. Hold on. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.